Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Um, I'm sure Knicks fans are not dancing and understandably so. Uh, we're going to talk a lot about the Knicks. I was listening in to uh, Gordon's show and obviously wall-to-wall calls throughout his show. I'd like to do the same, 800-919-3776. I think there's a lot we can get into in regard to the Knicks, uh, their unfortunate loss to the Heat. But at the end of the day, didn't you expect it? Uh, maybe not at the, the onset. I didn't. Uh, I, I thought the Knicks would win this series. But... but <sighs> As as you saw the games and the series progress, did you really did like? Yes, it's a disappointment, right? Uh, because again, if if you were like me, I did believe that the Knicks would win this series. But there's something special going on in Florida, okay? Because it's not just the Miami Heat; it's the Florida Panthers as well. Can we just marinate in this for a minute? Both eight seeds in the NHL and NBA playoffs are now contending to possibly win the Stanley Cup and the NBA championship. Are you kidding me? Like, like, have you guys, Harvey, Joe, have you thought about that for a second? Like, both the Heat and the Panthers are against all odds? I saw a stat on this. I'm going to see if I can find it. It's been a while since two teams from the same state have made the NHL and NBA um, conference finals. Actually, I have it right here. The last time it happened was 2019. The Sharks and the Warriors made the conference finals in their... um respective leagues. Okay, but they didn't start eight, eight, eighth, as the eighth seed in no. the playoffs. No, which is improbable. I, 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 I mean, what exactly? Perfect word, Harvey. I, just really uh, unbelievable what's happening here. Uh, and the Heat are doing it without two of their best players. Hero's out. Oladipo's out. Jimmy Butler's been an absolute beast. But nonetheless, uh, we're in New York. Let's talk about the Knicks. Let's, let's, let's talk about what's going on here in our own backyard. By the way, Bobby Marks is going to join us on the program in about 25 minutes. Uh, I, I love Bobby Marks. Now it's just because we share the same name. And who knows if we did the DNA 24 in me, whatever it is, uh, we probably can find some lineage, I would imagine. Uh, he actually looks like one of my uncles. But needless to say, it's not the only reason why I love Bobby Marks. I, when, when I text him, immediately yes anything for you i'll come on which is fantastic and i thought it'd be great to get bobby marks on the show with us today because now we got to start now we have to start now that the season is over uh we need to start talking big picture here what what happens next what happens next for the knicks how are they sitting right now what's going to happen as we get into free agency and what this next year uh, Nick's team is going to look like. So a big reason why I wanted Bobby on. Uh, also this week, Thursday night, NFL schedule release. Big, uh, big night in the NFL. What other league do we follow that when they release their schedule, the world comes to a screeching halt? Only the NFL, right? So, of course, a uh, good friend of the show, good friend of mine, Cynthia Freeland, will join us at 1.30. We'll do a deep dive into the Giants and the Jets schedule. 
Um, also, some big picture topics in regard to the schedule, what we can look forward to uh, to this coming NFL season. Joe Wiz joins us as he does each and every Saturday with his picks and his plays. And, of course, your calls, 800-919-3776. Um, so that's the layout of the show. And, and just a little quick note here in regard to the NFL schedule, Jordan Renan and Rich Samini are going to be joining me, t- joining me tomorrow morning on my morning show, Sunday Fun Day show, to do an even deeper dive into the schedule and what we can expect from both the Giants and the Jets this coming NFL season. So there's that. All right. I, I'm really curious. And, and Harvey and Joe, I want to assume you guys were watching the game last night. Um, you know, it, it is, I tell people it's my job, even though I enjoy, I enjoy the heck out of it. Of course I'm watching, but it's my job. Um, did you feel when Brunson got the forearm to the face by Vincent and he made the two free throws, now Knicks are down by two, 20 seconds left. Did you feel like, what, what, did you, were you like, oh my gosh, we got this. Knicks are going to come back. Knicks are going to win this. Or were you like, you know what? It's, it's still, it doesn't matter. Somehow, some way, Jimmy Butler is going to do something miraculous. And, uh, in, in, I don't know, draw a foul, get to the free throw line, nail the two free throws, and call it a day. Uh, you know what? What when that when that series of events happened? What, what? Like, how much hope did it give you? Either one of you. I actually thought Brunson was either going to do one of his patented fadeaways to tie the game, or find a way to go around a screen to hit a, a an open three to win the game. I I love the no the no timeout call there. Just run with the transition defense. I don't love how it ended with. Brunson turning the ball over, but I thought, you know, this is what you ask for. Best player in the series with the, with the ball in his hands to extend the series even more. I thought for sure we were coming back to the Garden on Monday for a Game 7. Harvey? Hope? Or? No, I didn't have any hope in that. Um, they, for some reason, after, because they were up 31-17 to 17 in the first quarter. They were on fire. And then I believe that he cut it to 7 to end the quarter. And so, from then on, it's like the usual mistakes happen. Turnovers, they couldn't defend the three. They were a bit lazy in transition. It was basically a one-man show from Jalen Brunson. Everybody else didn't really help him at all. And you kind of you saw guys like Julius Randle and R.J. Barrett get exposed for not being, like, big-time players because these were the two guys, along with Jalen Brunson, had to step up, and only one of them did. So I'd be red hot so, as a fan. So interesting you say red hot because, listen, they advanced to the second round of the playoffs and, um, and, and made, it, made it a series, in essence. Again, down to 20 seconds left to potentially tie or win the game. Uh, and unfortunately, again, Brunson looking for Randall, cutting into the lane, and um, just too much traffic there, and and resulted in a turnover. If you go back and, and you look at that play, by the way, Josh Hart was wide open. Wide open. He could have either taken a, a, a three or had had a lot of room to step into the paint for like a, a, a two-point 
jump shot or, or a floater or what have you. So Josh Hart really would have been the pass that that Brunson should have made. Again, if you go back and you look at that play, yeah, but unfortunately, I don't think he because based on the way that the defense was shading Brunson, I don't think he even knew that Hart was wide open. I think that's why he tried probably to force didn't. it into, into Randall because. Based yeah, on yeah, way, he had he had guys line, all around him. It's a tough angle to try. Even if he did see him from where he is on the baseline, that's a tough pass late in the game to execute to get a wide open three for a potential game winner. I'm sure. I'm just saying, Josh Hart was wide open. Now, did he see him? We don't know. I would imagine not. But forcing it into the lane, too much traffic there. Randall couldn't get a hold of it. Regardless, the Knicks had an opportunity and uh, you got Butler 24 points, eight rebounds, four assists. Uh, Bam had a great night, 23 points, nine rebounds. He played great defense against Julius Randall. Uh, Randall ended up with a double double, but only 15 points, not his typical 20 plus something points and 11 rebounds. Mitch Robinson had 11 rebounds, but again, not enough. And as we know, uh, the Knicks lose to the heat 96 to 92. So, uh, so that's, that's the events that of course took place last night a few things here um that that definitely stood out to me um and that is you know Josh Hart unfortunately did not have a great series here and did you I had no idea his wife was pregnant and I want to say what she had like twin boys did you guys see that twin boys twin boys so his last three like and listen I've been the biggest Josh Hart supporter the biggest Josh, I, like, I, like, I love the addition of Josh Hart. I think Josh Hart was a, a, a big reason uh, as to why the, uh, the Knicks were able to, to, to win the Cavs series, along with Julius Randle. But his last three games, arguably, maybe not arguably, the worst of his tenure here with the Knicks. Four points, two, two, two rebounds, two points, two rebounds, 11 points, seven rebounds. That, that's just not the Josh Hart that we've come to see since the trade went down. And then, and then, of course, they made the point on the broadcast yesterday. Again, I was, I was watching at a local watering hole here in Hoboken, so I didn't, couldn't really hear a lot, but was, saw the pictures that they were putting up. Listen, I don't have children. I, don't, I would imagine that if you're a professional athlete and your wife is pregnant with twins and, and she's about to give birth... I would imagine life changes for you immensely and there's a lot of stress involved in so just in, in my opinion I'm just I, and, and again I'm assuming just bad timing bad timing for the wifey to have the twins right and and, and God by the way God bless healthy congratulations it, like thrilled for Josh Hart and his wife I hear that they're really phenomenal people his wife played college uh, soccer and, and played against a few of my friends who played soccer at Villanova. So they know her. And so, uh, and they met at college. And so really, really, really good people and very thrilled for them. I'm just saying bad timing because this, the series against the heat, not the Josh Hart that we've seen all season long quickly, obviously him not being there, a huge factor in the loss as well, right? You're talking about arguably, you know, I know he came in second in the voting in regard to six man off the off the bench, but still, you know what a huge factor he was in being that for the Knicks this season. And then, of course, I come to which I'm sure everybody wants to talk about, and that's Julius Randle, right? Um, who just got absolutely schooled and destroyed 
in this series against the Heat. Bam Adebayo had his number um, like nothing else. And obviously was not the Julius Randle that went to the All-Star game, right? But here, here's, here's and, and, and I'm not being an apologist. I'm not. But hear me out here because I'm sure we're going to get, I'm sure you guys got a lot of calls with Gordon Damer in regard to Julius Randle. I'm sure we will today as well. 800-919-3776. Dude was in a boot before he came back to play in that Cavs series. I do believe he came back too soon. But even that, he came back, he dominated the Cleveland Cavs series. My question to you is, as disappointed as you are in Julius Randle in this series against the Heat, do you really believe that this Knicks team could have beaten the Cavs without Julius Randle in that series? I don't. I don't. The Heat were just a more physical team. And they were able to match up defensively whatever Eric Spolstra was able to put together. And, and reg- So this was, this was not a good series. This was not a good fit. This was not a good defensive um, matchup for Julius Randle. But again, I ask you, Knicks fans, 800-919-3776, as much as you want to, you know, get this bum out of here, Knicks need to trade him, Randall sucks, do you really think the Knicks could have gotten this far without Julius Randall? I personally don't. I don't believe that they could have beaten the series, gotten through the series, and beaten the Cavs without Julius Randall. I am not going to sit here today and rip Julius Randle for a subpar performance against the Heat because I don't believe they would have gotten that far if it wasn't for him in the Cleveland Cavs series. What say you? 800-919-3776. Nina Marks with you on this Saturday afternoon. Bobby Marks is going to be joining us in about 15 minutes. Uh, Can't wait to get him on to talk about the future of this Knicks franchise. Still a lot more coming your way. We'll take your calls next. Spike and Artie, I see you guys up. Jim, you guys will be first up, I promise. 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I played organized sports my whole life. Um, you know, you, you, you lose a close one you, and something happens. You blame yourself. You just, it's like that play is on a loop in your head. You can't get it out of your head, right? I would imagine that that's what Brunson's going through right now. And maybe in the back of his head, he's saying, damn, Josh Hart was wide open on the three-point line. <laughs> anyway, 800-919-3776. Let's get to your calls. Let's go to Mark in Monroe. Mark, welcome in. 
Yes, how are you doing, Anita? Can you hear me? I can. Welcome. Good. Um, I was, uh, well, first of all, first time calling you, so thank really appreciate it uh, to you taking my call. Um, with this, I mean, Randall is getting a whole lot of heat, a lot of toxic hate. And um, the thing is, we need to remember is that he chose to come to New York. He made significant contributions. But if you want to replace him, you better be sure that you get something that will replace his 20 and 10 plus 80 games of durability. And that's not easy. So all the people that just want to get rid of him for basically, you know, a bag of basketballs, it's not going to happen. We need to actually have a real plan if we plan on replacing him. Otherwise, it might be easier to keep him and actually get another score that's actually a better option, whether it's a, you know, a top option or uh, number two option to go with Brunson. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, listen, Mark, I, I'm I'm with you, especially when you say, you know, his durability. Again, keep in mind, he was in a boot for two weeks prior to the Cavs series. And, and I do believe he, you know, he bit the bullet. He mustered up. And he came in and he played that, that Cavs series not 100%. Not a lot. Of, let me tell you, not a lot of guys would do that. Not a lot of athletes would do that. And, um, and, and, and again, I, I just I don't believe that he was 100% throughout the postseason. And, and I just feel that this, uh, this Heat game, this, this Heat matchup was just too physical. Too physical. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, you're up. Hey, Anita. How are you? Great. You know, Good morning. Um, you know, I, I, I'm disappointed, but I'm not going to say that this season – you know, go to the point, oh, we should have won. I mean, I'm sure Cleve, people in Cleveland are saying we should have won and we won in five games. You know, like, um, you you would think that Cleveland, to me, it proved them during the season that they were a better team, but the Knicks played better. And the matchup also. Don't forget Miami was missing Hero, who was one of their better players, and they still were able, their backups, to me, made the shots that the, that the Knicks couldn't make. It came down to, there was a, there was a spot where it was like a two-point game. I don't know what his name was, but like he makes a three. Barrett has an open three, and it goes in and out. That That's how it happens. You know, like the, the Knicks had the ball with their, with, with, with the chance. Brunson had the ball in his hands, and he they doubled him, and he had nobody to go to. And who knows? Even if he shoots it, he gives it the heart on an open three. You're looking at an open three for, for the Knicks. And they weren't making open threes the whole game. You know, that's what they need. The next step, all right, they don't, to me, the managers did a great job. John Madden, they, they got hard. This team would not have been in the playoffs without hard. Now is the next step. Everybody's dogging Randall. The Knicks, they, to me, when they drafted Toppin, they never thought that Randall was going to become the play, the MVP. The time to move him was back then. Now he's, he's what he has become. I think now is the next step is to get somebody to be, to help Brunson and be the number one player. You cannot win the championship with Brunson being your number one. And right now, the way the Knicks are built, Brunson is their number one. And Randall has disappeared in the last two years. He played great MVP type during the season. He disappeared in the playoffs. Whether you think he was hurt or not, you know what? Watson Butler was hurt, and he came up with 45 points when he needed to. That's what we need. Is Towns the guy? I don't know. Is Dillard the guy? I don't know. But how great would be if they could somehow go to Dallas 
and bring back Novich or whatever the heck his name is and team him up with Brunson. Give him everything. Randall, uh, Barrett, uh, quickly, picks, and bring him in here. I think that would be the next step. All right, Nina, thanks for taking the call. I appreciate it. You got it, Artie. Like I said, Bobby Marks is going to be joining us in about five minutes. Excited to get him on to talk big picture, what he thinks the Knicks can do um, to uh, better this roster heading into next year. Let's go to Spike in St. Pete. Spike, welcome in. What you got? Good morning, my friend. I'm not going to cast aspersions. Uh, as the time separates you from the event, just kind of take a step back and analyze it. You often use an expression I always use, uh, pressure is a privilege. Some people handle the pressure better than others. Uh, being uh, so old and seeing 6,000 nicknames, literally, I'm just really old, uh, the second and third greatest nicknames ever I've watched sans the Frazier closeout game in 70 when I was there were Brunson's last two games. He just handled the pressure. As far as the sight line, I think Harvey said it. I may be wrong. One of the boys said it. The sight line wasn't there. What he did and grabbed the ball by the horns. Look, if you have a one, two, three, and your three best players, no matter how you grade them by percentage, shots, uh, handling the pressure, uh, they needed two to, to, to win that game because Miami is a poor shooting three-point club. We knew it. They had the best player on the court. But Brunson just shined last night like a superstar shines. He was worth twice the money, and that young man, he's going to hold that with him for a long time. They trapped him and kept him in a box, and he didn't get enough help. So I'm not going to go off and Randall this and Barrett this because they, everyone has, you know, issues with their games. They're not great defenders. That's why you like Josh Hart so much. He's flawless, and there are extenuating circumstances and I, I wish him the best luck with two beautiful kids. You know, God speak to him. But you can't blame it on anybody. We got beat on the square, injuries notwithstanding. And Jalen Brunson just had two magnificent performances, and nobody's going to ever doubt that. Spike, appreciate the call. Uh, appreciate you listening in St. Pete. Jim, Sean, Gustavo, Danny, hang tight. I promise I'm going to get to your calls. Uh, when we come back, we're going to hear from Bobby Marks first, right? Let's, 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 think what he, let, let's hear what he has to say big picture. There's some talk and speculation out there in regard to Giannis. Uh, I know Stephen A. Smith is screaming at the mountaintops for Damian Lillard. Uh, we just heard Spike uh, talk about uh, Luca. So, uh, you know, what, are, are these realistic? Right. You know, I don't I don't want to talk about a potential trade situation with the Knicks and the Knicks getting one of these superstars. Um, if it's not realistic, if the money doesn't work out, if the Knicks don't have the assets to do it. So the best guy to talk to is Bobby Marks because he's been in that chair before. He's worn that hat. So Bobby Marks joins us next right here on 90.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. It's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, 
It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Bobby Marks joins us now, former NBA executive. You can see him all over ESPN and joining us now on this Saturday afternoon. Welcome in. Bobby, always great to have you on. You just heard what Tibbs had hey, to Nita. say. Uh, agree with that? Uh, you know, again, very disappointing loss to uh, to the Heat, 96-92. to But, you know, listen, they made it to the second round. I, I, I think that there is a lot to be positive here. Agree or disagree? Oh, I agree. I mean, I think you take a, a you know, certainly the short-term outlook is you're disappointed. You know, you had an, a, an opportunity with home court advantage to get to an Eastern Conference Finals, and um, you didn't do it. Um, but at the other end, you won, you know, you won 10 more games than the last prior year. You know, you get into the second round for the first time since, uh, you know, that 13-14 season. Um, you've got, a, you know, a foundation player. I think you're in a different spot than you were Two years ago, after you lost to Atlanta, I mean, you've got a foundation player in in, uh, in Jalen Brunson, and now it's you know you head into the off season figuring out like what do you need more of, right? I think you know certainly the Randall piece is going to be intriguing here. Um, you know, I think he's legit, probably number two during the regular season, but we've seen in the postseason some shortcomings, and you're going to need that you know RJ Barrett to come you know in another big off season of development, and that's that's probably the big issue is that as you saw in the Miami series that outside of Brunson you don't have a number two or a number three you know for for the postseason here and um, we'll see what uh, we'll see what New York does and they can certainly roll back the, the same the same roster here but um, you know they'll have, they'll have plenty of options all right so I, I saw your post um, and you know great to have you on to, to look bigger picture here and look forward to what the Knicks have to offer. First and foremost, uh, let's start with Josh Hart, right? He's a free agent. He's got a player option. But what we do know about him is that he loves being here in New York. Him and uh, in Brunson are as thick as thieves. Obviously went to school together at Villanova. Um, you expect Josh Hart to be back on this roster, correct? I do. I think, you know, he's got a right around $13 million is, is, the, uh, is the player option for him. Um, I could see him declining that and, you know, coming back with a, Somewhere in that seventeen, eighteen million dollar range. I think that the reason why they went out and got him at the, at the trade deadline is because they weren't going to be able to sign him as a free agent because they wouldn't have had cap space, um, and that was a big reason they can exceed the cap to, to bring him back. So I think, yeah, I think he's going to be back. I think, yeah, you're you're, not, you're probably not going to see players like Derek Rose back. He's got a team option here, um, but outside of that, um, you know, those two things, it's you know, you don't. We'll see what happens on Tuesday night with the draft pick, right? That pick if it falls outside of the top ten, Dallas has that right, and that you you will have a draft pick in uh, um, in uh, in, in uh, June. But the, yeah, the first priority is, is figuring out you know a comfort level on a on a Josh Hart long term contract. And the starting five all under contract, uh, based on on your post, Randall Barrett, uh, Brunson, Robinson, Grimes, and actually quickly. So you're starting five and your six man off the bench, all under contract. Yep. They've got 11 first round picks the next seven years. Uh, so they've got a lot of uh, draft capital um, that they could use if they so choose uh, to make any type of trades. Um, they are the youngest team in the round of eight uh, that advanced in, in the postseason. And, uh, and, and they've got some cap room here moving forward. So with that being said, 
You know, we heard Brian Winhurst last week talk about Giannis uh, potentially not wanting to be in Milwaukee anymore. And he said that that is, besides beating the Miami Heat, 1B on the Knicks agenda uh, to consider going after Giannis. So two-part question here, Bobby. A, do you feel that that's a realistic possibility? And B, if it is, what would it cost the Knicks to bring Giannis to New York? I think it's probably more of a realistic possibility next offseason. I think, you know, certainly Milwaukee's going to hire a new coach, and I think, you you know, you're certainly going to go through a full year. Um, he's got three years left, his third year as a player option. He's extension-eligible start in September. I wouldn't really make much into it if he doesn't sign a long-term extension here. But, hey, if he ever did become available, you've got you've got pretty much every – you basically checked the box as far as um, – what it would take um you know it's whether it be you know you could trade up to four of your own first round picks you can add in another um you know three or four that you have from other teams so you can go up to eight first round picks you could potentially add in a deal um you know you're going to have to basically give more than what you weren't willing to do in in a donovan mitchell um type trade here but i mean the only way he becomes available if he goes to the front office a year from now and says it's not working out i want a different change of scenery um and then you would have him you know with a you know basically a year left on his contract but from a from a pure trade standpoint yeah you have every you have young players you've got um, soon to be expiring contracts you've got you know starters you've got an all-star and in, in randall you know certainly brunson wouldn't be involved in that but it's just a matter of basically, you know, it's almost like we saw last summer. How much are you willing to gut? And I think it's a little bit different when you're talking about a player like Giannis compared to Donovan Mitchell. Um, I, I know, you know, you, you can have fun. There's a variety of websites out there that you can propose trades and the website will spew back to you whether that's a realistic trade because of money or, or what have you. But let's just say, hypothetically speaking, what would it, what, what would it take Right. Let's just have fun. Let's play G. Let's play Bobby mm-hmm. Marks for a minute. Right. Like, sure. are, are we talking Julius Randall top in quickly and Mitch Robinson and maybe three first round draft picks? Like, like if, if you're the general manager of the Bucks um, and I'm knocking on the door, what do I need to come to the table with in order for you to open? Well, I mean, I think it would be Barrett Grimes quickly. Um, you know, throw in Robinson and five ones. Wow. That's, that's probably, that would pick up the phone call. Oh, yeah. I mean, for Giannis, top three player. I mean, this isn't, as I said, it's not Donovan Mitchell. I mean, no offense to Donovan Mitchell here. Um, I mean, especially where you, you know what New York has to offer um, as far as from a draft equity standpoint. So, yeah, that's, that's, that, that would be, you know, just hypothetical as far as what the, the going cost would, would, would be. How about that, Knicks fans? Marinating that for a minute. R.J. Barrett, Grimes, Quickly, Robinson, and five first-round draft picks. Again, uh, as Bobby alluded to uh, on his posts, uh, the Knicks, as we know, have 11 first-round draft picks in the next seven years. Um, Again, Bobby Marks joining us here on 98.7 ESPN. Uh, Stephen A. Smith, um, never shy, of course, as we know, screaming at the mountaintops for this Knicks team to go after Damian Lillard. Uh, what what is the realistic what what do you see happening there with Lillard? Well, I mean, I think that's that's a little bit. You're probably asking prices is certainly lesser than what we were just talking about here, and that's another situation where you know Lillard just signed that extension last year. He's got length on his contract. It's basically him going to the front, the Portland front office, and saying, 
um, it's not going to work out here. And, you know, to, you know, if I am, you know, certainly if I'm Portland, you know, I don't, I don't want Robinson. I probably don't want um, Randall. It's basically probably a little bit of a watered down package, whether it be Barrett, whether it be certainly quickly, as far as kind of your lead guard um, going forward, is there another piece in there? Um, You know, you can, you know, maybe it's, maybe it's top end, maybe it is Robinson. And, you know, you're looking at probably three or four number ones. I mean, that's probably the realistic, um, you know, scenario if, if Lillard ever became available. And then, and then if you're Damian Lillard, you're basically saying, well, wait a minute, I'm leaving Portland. What am I walking into in New York? You basically, it's, it's yourself. It's your, it's uh, Jalen Brunson in the backcourt, certainly a small backcourt. And you've got, um, you know, you've got Julius Randle, for example, here. Um, some complimentary players, Quentin Grimes also, Josh Hart. Um, so that's, you know, that's the big thing for Lillard that he has to figure out too, but a little bit of a watered down package there. Uh, and then, of course, uh, there's. I already feel the call this morning about Luca in in Dallas. How, how do you, how do you how do you see Dallas in in the Mavericks panning out? With you know, a lot of people think Kyrie is going to end up in L.A. next year, and so I don't see that. I don't see Kyrie in L.A. Not after this this Lakers team going to a Western Conference Finals, and basically you'd have to get rid of all the guys that got you there except Davis and and, um, and LeBron. I think that Laker team is going to roll back this group um i think Kyrie's going to go back to the mavericks i think you're going to probably play out another year with luca on the roster um and i think you know like i talked about with Giannis, i think that's probably a conversation we're having probably um you know a year from now interesting all right uh, before we let you go just a few more questions and you could uh, get along on your uh, your your saturday afternoon and please know you know how much i appreciate your time bobby uh, i i have to talk I, I have to ask you about the nets and what they can do yeah um, obviously I would imagine they'd want to build around bridges. Uh, you know, I, I just, I, I'm, I'm a fan, right? Um, wh- wh- how do you see the Nets maneuvering throughout this summer? Yeah, Brooklyn's interesting. You know, I mean, Bridges, I think, is a solid number two um, on, on your roster here. They've got, you know, they got two, no- they got two first-round picks. They've got three futures from Phoenix. They've got that Dallas pick. They've got a ton of expiring contracts here. Uh, Cam Johnson's their you know, big restricted um, free agent. I'm interested in Brooklyn if you know if they're willing to dip their toe in the deep end again. If some one of these uh, all stars shakes free here, are you willing to kind of go back to how you did with Harden? And are you willing to put you know three first round picks in a deal if Damian Lillard, for example, became available? I, that's what I'm intrigued about as far as from the Nets perspective because. You do have you have you have a nice group of players here. It's similar to what the roster was before Durant and Irving got there in 2019. But as you saw in the Philadelphia series, like nice only gets you to the first round or gets you to the plane here. Um, so they they do have the draft assets. Although uh, Houston controls you know their future you know uh, next four years here, um, you know to go out and, uh, and and to do something here. But I think the priority is probably going to be trying to get Cam. Um, Cam Johnson back and then figuring out like, you know, um, you take the kind of the, the, the quality over quantity approach when you're looking at Joe Harris, Dorian Smith, Royce O'Neal, um, Cam Thomas, like all those wings, you've got an abundance of, of wings out there. Yeah. I like Cam. I, I like Cam Thomas as well. Um, or Cam, so, so really quick before we let you go, um, let's talk about the remaining teams that are still alive. I love Denver. Yep. I've loved Denver since the beginning. I felt like they didn't get any respect, especially from the odds makers. Um, how do you feel the Lakers match up against 
Jokic and Denver because they don't have Dwight Howard there any longer to help them defensively. It's really yeah. going to be all on AD. How how do you think the Lakers match up against Denver? Yeah, it's interesting. It's amazing. I think if we put the word Los Angeles in front of, and, and took out Denver and we called them the Los Angeles um, Nuggets, we'd be building like statues around them. You know, we'd be talking about them as the greatest team ever. But because they're in Denver and we don't, mm-hmm. you know, they're not talked about as much. Everyone kind of out- overlooked them, and it's a great team. <clears throat> They've been one of the more consistent teams here. The Davis Jokic match matchup could be. Really intriguing. I'm interested to see Porter Jr., Michael Porter Jr., have a big role. Um, you know, I think, um, you know, Denver, with a little bit of depth with uh, Bruce Brown, Christian Brown, Jeff, Jeff Green, um, I think it's going to be a really good matchup. I think we're going to go probably seven games. I picked Denver to win in seven just because of the home court. I mean, the Lakers got to go in and steal one, and I said, and you probably said, wait a minute, they did that in Golden State in, in game one. Well, it's a little bit of a different animal in that altitude here. Um, that crowd is um, certainly a great crowd here. Um, but, you know, I would say if you told me two weeks from now Lakers are in the finals, I would not, you know, I would not dismiss that. Um, just don't push Jeannie Buss. And hopefully Jokic knows exactly who Jeannie Buss is if she's in the stands. Uh, we've got the Miami Heat that we know that now have advanced, and they're waiting for the winner of the 76ers in Boston. I shrug my shoulders for tomorrow. Like, I, I just I can't figure this series out. I want to lean towards Boston because they're at home. But you never know. In my opinion, Bobby, uh, the, the, the 76ers go as Harden goes. If he's putting up 28, 30 points, they win. If he's putting up 10 to 12 points, they lose. So who, who do, do you do you have conviction in regard to who wins tomorrow? Yeah, I mean, Philly's gone up there twice and won, you know, two games, um, you know, game one and a, and a game five. Um, the track record of Harden, and certainly we can talk about Doc Rivers in game seven, is not good. Um, you have uh, Boston at home with two out of the three best players, in Brown and Tatum. I think a little bit more balanced here. I think you certainly have to give them, you know, a, a little bit of an a little bit of an edge here. But I think you can certainly flip a coin for you know with with either team because I think either team has shown that you know certainly Boston showed that they can win on the road and Philadelphia showed that they can win. They won two games here and that they can win in Boston. I have a Heat Denver Nuggets championship with the Denver Nuggets winning and Jokic winning the MVP. Am I am I on or am I off? No, I mean, I think you could have, you know, any of the teams that were remaining, the eight teams that were remaining, you could have made an argument that can win it all. And I think that's kind of almost like where we were with the NCAA tournament a few months ago. I just think there's something really special with this Heat team, uh, even though they're missing Hero and Oladipo. I think there's something really special going on with Jimmy Butler and and, and Eric and... Um, and obviously, I'm from the 305, so I'll be rooting for them uh, from here on out. Uh, Bobby, again, so appreciate your time on a Saturday afternoon. Uh, you're so gracious, and, and I appreciate it, and we all appreciate it. So enjoy the rest of your weekend. Thanks, and have a good weekend. You got it. Bobby Marks joining us. Uh, we are going to take your calls. Jim, Sean, Gustavo, Richard, Dan, Pedro, hang tight. We'll rip through your calls. I promise no guests for the next hour plus. So nothing but calls. Let's talk some Knicks. Again, Knicks fans, I'm, I'm going to throw this out here. I know, uh, you know, a lot, a lot of hype, a lot of excitement about Giannis. R.J. Barrett, Grimes, Quickly, and Robinson, and five first-round draft picks. Do you do that deal to get Giannis in New York? What say you? 800-919-3776. We'll be right back. 98.70. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. I just text Mama Mimi, asked if she wanted to come on the show tomorrow. I'm sure she'll say yes. She, uh, she went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy this week and called me, had to call me on her way home saying she had to leave the movie because it was so horrific uh, because of the animal abuse in the movie. Now, listen, I love Guardians of the Galaxy. And this is number three, right, Joe? This is number three? Correct. This is the last installment of the trilogy. So what is a suicide fantasy league? What is that? <laughs> That's Mama Mimi. Um, <laughs> what is a suicide fantasy league? Uh, it's p- pretty morbid. Uh, anyway, similar to what I understand is going on with this movie. Now, Joe, you saw it. You said it was it, like, I, see, here's the thing. I don't think I could see it now. If my mom had to leave the theater because it's it, it's the main storyline is abuse to animals, I, you know, I, I can't. I can't. I don't want to give, it because the movie's still kind of fresh, I don't want to spoil too much. But right. there is an undertone to discussing, you know, caged animals and, you know, animal testing and all that sort of things. And it is heavy. I do appreciate a Marvel movie going there it is a little Mm. odd that from a comic book movie you're getting this social commentary but i at least appreciate james gunn having the you know what to at least start the discussion and and make a movie about it well you know again um if if the intent obviously of the movie is to make a change in regard to how animals are treated well then god bless yes all the power to him i just i I don't i don't know if 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 i can sit through that anyway i should share that because I'm sure she's going to be on tomorrow. I'm sure she's going to make some type of mention. She's going to make some. Yep, I know she loves Mama Mimi couldn't fit that into her social calendar? (laughs) You guys are funny. I can't believe you've got an entire drop folder of Mama Mimi. I love it. Um, 800-919-3776. So um, uh, an an early happy Mother's Day to those out there who are listening. If maybe you're not going to listen tomorrow morning. Let's get back to your calls. Let's go to Jim. He's in a car. Jim, welcome in. Hi, Anita. How are you? Thanks for taking my call. Welcome. Uh, so I, I wanted to bring up about Julius Randall, and uh, I, I agree with some of your earlier callers in uh, bringing up the fact that he did choose to come to New York when no one else wanted to come to New York, and I do give him a lot of credit for that, uh, and he is the reason or a big part of the reason why uh, we've started to have success where for the better part of a decade, 
uh, we were a laughing stock. So I do appreciate him for that. However, uh, and I've been a big supporter of him for the last two years uh, because of those very reasons. However, uh, if you watched him very closely uh, during these playoffs, he it's one thing to not shoot well. It's another thing to not give maximum effort. And if you watched him, he did not give maximum effort a lot, particularly the worse he shot, the less he gave effort. Uh, and, you know, as a, a coach of uh, basketball myself, uh, just with kids, that's not what you want to see one of your best players on the court do. He, he doesn't lead by example. Um, he, he doesn't play winning basketball. We were dominating that first quarter and that entire game started to turn when he made a lazy turnover at half court and then didn't even bother to run back uh, when the when Brunson ran the play down. He didn't even bother to run back. Uh, and he does that type of thing constantly. If you look out all over YouTube, there's, there's a lot of evidence of it. Uh, and I, I've reached a point now where, yes, he gives you a lot, but sometimes when you talk about tempo of play and other things, there's such a thing called addition by subtraction in sports. And I think when it comes to him, we might be better off just moving on and getting the points elsewhere. Uh, Jim, I respect your opinion. Uh, thanks for the phone call. Uh, I just, I, I disagree. Here, here's, here's another thing. Because this Knicks team doesn't have a legit one, okay, you want to argue that Brunson's the one? I, no. I, I just, I, I don't, you know, what do I mean by a one? I mean a KD, right? I mean a KD. I mean a, I mean a Giannis. I, I mean a Jokic. I mean an, an Embiid. I mean a Harden, right? Like, because the, we, we just, we are, we're automatically putting Julius Randle and putting Brunson in that, Oh, they're they're the one on the, well, they're the one on this team. But are they a one in the in the grand scheme of things in in the landscape of the NBA? No, I don't believe so. So I think we have some uh, very hefty expectations for both Brunson and Randall. I really do. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We come back. We'll continue with your calls. Sean, Gustavo, Richard, hang tight. You guys will be first up. Dan as well. Ninety point seven ESPN.